What Nickelback song is this? (laughs) Yeah. Today on Alphabetical, while my guitar gently weeps. Welcome back to Alphabetical. It's the internet's only podcast that goes through the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. I'm L. Adam. And this is Alex. And today, we are gently talking about While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And weeping. I'm so sad. While we weep. While we sleep. While, while we, we creep. Sleep. I'm, glad it, I'm glad it wasn't called my, While My Guitar Gently Sleeps, because that would have been boring. You mm, know what I mean? Gentle sleep. What if it was While My guitar, guitar Violently Sleeps? Oh, that's like, oh. A, that's like a terror dream or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Night terrors. Night terrors. Right, That's right. what they should have called the song. Night terrors. Night terrors. <laughs> are are all the strings on a sleeping guitar Z strings? Z strings? Did you say? Yes. Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> no. Z not strings. at all. Not at all. Z strings. Nothing. <laughs> um. Strings do nothing. That's because because the guitar is sleeping. That's why the strings do nothing. Uh, this is from. The White Album. This is this entire week is from the White Album. White Album week. Yeah, that's very interesting. Do you think yeah, it has 19. anything to do with um, these songs that begin with W H? Hmm. Ah. Uh, well, I guess like there's twice. You know, if if any week was going to be all from one album, chances are it'd be the White Album because you have a double album. So yeah. Did we do? Did we have another whole week from one album? I don't think so. I can't remember. Probably. Yeah, uh, maybe like no. If it was, it was another I, White Album week. I can't think of it. But anyway, 1968, The Beatles, aka the White Album, um, George Harrison composition. Yeah, it's a it's a Harris song, and uh, it's uh, he wrote it, and he kind of you know got together. They were they were talking about it, and he. Uh, I think in a uh, on a car trip or something, he was explaining. He was talking about the song to Eric Clapton. Is this the story? Um, um, yeah, keep going. Uh, during a ride from Surrey into London, Harrison asked Clapton to play lead, lead guitar on it, and Clapton was just like, "No, nobody plays on Beatles songs except the Beatles. That that would be weird." And Alan Civil, and then. Right, and that's, that was what Clapton said. He was like, who am I, Alan Sibyl? <laughs> uh, but yeah, then he, he talked him into it. Um, as long as Clapton played um, a guitar that he had recently got for George, so he was like playing Beatles instruments. Ah, uh, that's the loophole? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. I think you should note that I don't think this was on the in the onset that he invited him. It, it was only after I think a night of George Harrison trying to do a backward solo uh, in the studio late into the night, and it just didn't work. Well, I thought so, it was. Yeah. I thought like, it was also a matter of John and Paul kind of really being disinterested in putting any effort. Well, they always into, were. Oh, but sure. I mean, even more so because this right. is the time when they, you know, obviously they're back from India, so that means they are now fighting all the time. So. So yeah. I think he was also kind of like Eric Clapton as a way of saying, well, you know, like almost like a th- either a threat or an insurance policy of like, you know, hey, I can yeah. record this with other people too, you know. Well, it was like a win-win. He was like, I can't do this backwards crap. And he's like, also, it'll annoy everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got to do my Harrison impression. It's going to annoy everybody else if I bring Clapton in. 
Oh, like that was a <laughs> you. You used an audio clip to do that, right? You set that up, right? You got you got me. You got me. You played that off the anthology. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> um, um, clappy. Yeah. So it, it after lots of time, then it had the uh, the what we'll call the Billy Preston effect, the Preston effect, where uh, everybody instantly got along and played well together. Oh, they behaved. There yeah. Was, there was an adult in the room. Um. Well, go- yeah, so everybody, they should have just kind of kept doing it. Like, every song, they should have just written it and then invited somebody to be on it. Like like the Beatles and Friends or something yeah. like that. So it would be like, you know, right. the Beatles plus Eric Clapton, the Beatles with Billy Preston, the Beatles with, you know, whoever they were uh, You don't think Yoko counted with? in that category? Because Yoko was there a no. lot, but that didn't. You don't think that... <laughs> Sorry, wait. I think we're having some, some recording. <laughs> just got to... Um, Hype some feedback in my line. The thing is, though, there's probably like a not. There's probably only a handful of musicians that the Beatles would feel nervous around. Yeah, you know, right. At that point, right. Or you know, because they didn't give a shit, sorry about uh, famous people. You know, you could have had like Richard Nixon standing in there, like, well, oh, you know, do a good job because he's not going to like it. <laughs> but, um, well, that probably would have made them angrier. Yeah, they would have written another like Helter Skelter or something. Maybe Elvis, like if Elvis came in. Hmm. Well, yeah, you or, mm. you know, all those guys, like if they brought in Ray Charles or Smokey Robinson or something, they would have, or Carl yeah. Perkins. All at the same time, like a like an Olympic judge, like a, a row of Olympic judges with like uh, cue cards with numbers on them. <laughs> right. And they great. just keep looking over to them. And <laughs> Ray Charles is like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Ray, you, you got your number upside down, Ray. <laughs> oh. Oh. You gave it an eight. So, uh, well, in, in another... Uh, <laughs> he always gives them eight, just to be safe. Right. Uh, in another attempt to get it to sound more beatly, beatly. Uh the the guitar was run through an ADT circuit with varus speed, which I don't Whoa. think is copyrighted, but it's, you know, basically they put some traditional Beatles effects on it. And uh, the engineer, who goes by the name of Chris Thomas... He goes by the name. Manually, he was manually waggling the oscillator. Hello. As, they, as the kids say these days. Um, and uh, so they, they kind of pulled out all the stops and being like, all right, we'll just, we'll do some, we'll, we'll make it very beatly, except just we'll have Eric play it. Yeah. And he wore a beetle wig while he was playing. Right. Did he? And a beetle beard. Yeah. They were pelting him with jelly beans the entire time. And he hung out with George's wife, too. Oh, well, yeah, that, that we know. You know. <laughs> he wanted to get the full experience. Uh, and so the, well, the, the origin of the song, the composition of the song, where did it come from? Um, it, Nobody knows. Apparently he was reading the I Ching, which is a, uh, a somewhat... Eastern philosophical you know, there's, book. There's, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, I, Brian Eno has has done a lot with that too, and he kind of made his own version. Those uh, cards for creativity, I forgot what they're called. But uh, you know, he was kind of reading about the I Ching and opened up the uh, uh, decided to open up a book and and just kind of use the first words that he saw. And so he grabbed a book and opened it up and saw something about gently weeping, and so that was how that. Uh, that was how that came about. 
And I figured I would, uh, let's, uh, I'm going to try to do the same thing right now. I'm going to grab a book off the shelf right here. I'm going to open it up. We'll write a song about it. I hope it's the Babysitter's yes. Club. <laughs> <laughs> or my teacher um, is an alien. The, f- <laughs> the first thing that I see is American Coot. American Coot. American now, are you Coot. saying that with a coot. Canadian accent? Like it's yeah, is it American Coot? Cot? <laughs> No, the uh, the, bir- the book that I grabbed was the uh, the Sibley Field Guide to Birds for Eastern North America. Oh, well, where, what are you going to get from that? Come on, well, American Coot. Yeah, American Coot, I guess. Um, that's like, um, like what's that song? Like American Coot, yeah. fly away American. from me. Yeah, there you go. that's already been done. Yeah. It's been done. <laughs> it's been done. Um. This, so yeah, uh, the I Ching. It's not called the I Ching. It's the I Ching. Well, it's it's the letter I, but I think it's pronounced E. I could be. I, could be mistaken. I know okay. John Lennon doesn't believe in it. Uh, didn't no. believe in it. Uh, there were a couple of right. lines that were kind of interesting that I thought were were cut out. I think one of them you can hear on the anthology, but uh, the right. anthology, the slowed down anthology version, which we I guess we could talk about that separately. Uh, but the lines what, on our anthology podcast. Yeah, well, we're going to release it like in twenty years from now. We'll do an anthology podcast oh. where we all the episodes that we did not release. Uh, all uh, right, that's what we should have done. We should have not done anthology tracks and then just released those a couple of years later, as you know, like because the fans mm. demanded it. We went back into the archives. Anyway, so <laughs> the lost lines. Uh, these are all for the verses. Pro- problems you sow are the troubles you're reaping. While my guitar gently weeps. Uh, and then I look at the trouble and hate that is, I look at the trouble and hate that is raging while my guitar gently weeps. I'm sitting here doing, and I'm sitting here doing nothing but aging or alternately. I look, Mm. I look from the wings at the play you are staging and I'm sitting here doing nothing but aging. Uh, I always like that line. I'm doing nothing but aging because it's almost like, you know what? Even if you're sitting around and you think, "Ah, I'm just doing nothing. You're not doing nothing because you are of course aging and getting ever closer to the grave. Oh yeah, trust mm. me. So, so That's enjoy it. Every savor every moment is the lesson <laughs> of that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then George Harrison kind of not remade it, but uh, for the album Extra Texture, he had a song called "This Guitar" parentheses can't stop, can't keep from crying. Close parentheses. Wait, where was that? Can't stop crying. Uh, that was on the album Extra Texture. A George Extra Harrison texture. solo that composition. Was his follow up, like, like seventy six. So he sat on that for like a good. Uh, well, he waited eight years to do his follow up to While My Guitar. <laughs> mm. And that was a that I mean, was a, a whole series of songs. Like the the, the drum set needs some tissues. <laughs> the, the tuba is, is beyond beyond. Uh, forget it. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, let me. I'm going to back out of this, and you continue, Alex. <laughs> Well, anyway, that song was about how uh, when he went on one of his tours with Ravi Shankar and the audience like seemed to really love it, but Rolling Stone and the mainstream music rags <laughs> of the day were all like, oh man, he should have played Beatles songs and he should have like, they were all down on the concert saying that because he didn't play Beatles songs, like it, George Harrison was, uh, it was kind of like the first time that the Rolling Stone and stuff were started hurling rocks at uh, mr harrison mm. so uh wow. apples at him yeah <laughs> so that's when he came up with the song this guitar can't keep from crying which i guess was a uh, kind of a reaction to that uh 
Right. That it's definitely got more of a sound, like a bluesy honky tonk kind of sounding title. I don't know if I've never heard it, but uh, it's like. Can't keep this guitar from crying, baby. No, <laughs> That's pretty good. That That's actually better than the real song. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> While my I'm guitar sorry. gently weeps. While my guitar gently weeps. The song itself. Who likes it? Who hates it? Who doesn't really care? Well, I will say that this uh, this song is disqualified from the betting. I'm sorry. Uh, you looked at the, it? Because uh, it's, it's on the, the front page of the Wikipedia article. <sighs> is it number eight uh, or something like that? Uh, I think it's number 10. 136. 136? Oh, wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Out of 100. (laughs) I was looking at... number 10. Yeah. I wrote down the 500 greatest songs number instead of the 100 when I realized it was there. Right. All right. That would have been easier, though, to to guess, uh, I'm sure, amongst us. 136. No, 10. I mean, we probably could have all assumed it was in the top 10. But I don't know. That's why I we, said, we should have. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't have said it. We should have just, you yeah. know, let anybody who hadn't seen it yet guess. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it. Um, yeah. Well, so Rolling Stone obviously they liked it. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Um, as far as the overall feeling, do, do a lot of people consider this his best Beatles song? Hmm. I think I agree. The best George song. Best George song. Um, even they did. I think I could go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, obviously I've, we've, uh, we've talked about how I like, you know, I have a, a, an affinity for the white album. So, uh, anything from that, you know, and, uh, that gets instant kind of bonus points for me, but I also like there's, there's, a little bit more going on in this song than uh, not to take anything away from some of those other ones, you know, not right. to take anything away from something, but, uh, uh yep. like the, uh, you know, even the intro, the intro is just kind of, uh, a really interesting kind of way to bring you into it, you know, cause you think of the song as being this kind of like, not syrupy, but like this, you know, kind of rolling kind of, uh, you know, weeping, gently weeping, music but it starts out with a very like yeah it's like a nine o'clock uh, news riff it's like did, 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 did. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just in my guitar is gently weeping something really important yeah and that, that that's one of uh, my favorite things is that and then also ringo's like hi-hat like you know like that whole beginning um i'd love it yeah good drum yeah this uh I feel like we've said this about other songs, but I read that this was the first session where Ringo came back after he stormed yeah, off. Yeah, this is where the flowers on the drum set. Right. Maybe that's know. what he's hitting with the... <laughs> that's that's how he got that drum sound. <laughs> this sound is like Danny Lyons. <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I think... I don't know if this, was, uh, if this is true or not, but it might have been like Eric Clapton came and like the first thing he saw was like flowers on a drum set. Right. <laughs> I think. Hey, what's going on over there? Yeah, it's around the same time. That's my Eric Clapton person. <laughs> I have no idea what he sounds like. Boy, what's going on there, governor? Obviously, turnips sounds... on a drum seat. Um, In my mind, Eric Clapton just sounds like, you know, when Steve Steve Vai is doing the, his talking guitar thing. Because I, I have no, <laughs> no concept of Eric Clapton's voice, really. Speaking voice, just a guitar thing. So he walks in and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> like yes, Eric. That's, uh, we had a fight with Ringo. Are you sad, Eric? <laughs> 
<laughs> um, <laughs> here, read this Peanuts comic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, flowers on the drum set. Flowers on the drum set. Do we want to talk numbers then since we're all... I think so. Also, just a studio note, this thing took a lot of takes. This was like Harrison's um, 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 Maxwell Silver Hammer. Although, I don't think the the band detested it as much as everyone detested Paul McCartney's granny stuff. But, um, yeah. It was uh, the labor of love, my friends. (laughs) Love. (laughs) Um, I I wanted to... uh... I wanted to point out that uh, the, the part of this has been described as an alien Dorian hybrid. So, oh, alien bring cadence. that back into it. You know, what was it? I think someone on a Facebook page um, posted a video recently, and then I just sort of jumped, started jumping around, and there was um, a, a interview with McCartney from '66, and it was just funny because it was like it was, it was recently after we had, we goofed on the the alien cadences, um, <laughs> right. and they just they thought it was just as funny as we did because he was just like <laughs> these people reading into this saying uh, I don't know alien cadences and stuff like that it's rubbish, but um, yeah it is rubbish. So you're, you see the song is, you're giving the song a bad rating. No, no. Oh, what do you think? Uh, the, song is the alien cadences are rubbish. Oh, okay. Yeah, the alien cadences uh, as an alien race and a musical concept. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Who goes? Someone else go. Did you give it a number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, let's see. I feel like I need to roll dice. Um, oh, I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give it a five. Oh. Five from John. Yeah. Five. Alien Dorian hybrids? Uh, no, let's not bring that into it again. <laughs> That's rubbish. Rubbish. It's rubbish. Uh, how about five I Chings? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Everyone come up with their own rating system. Uh, I will concur. I will also give it five Chings. Um, I. I agree that this might be george's best song and i i I, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff going on and you can kind of tell that there's more behind the scenes harmony you you can tell that they're all behaving because there's an adult in the room Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know they're more much more on the same page at least musically it seems yeah Oh, and I guess i um i should have brought this up before but don't don't you just love george's voice when it goes high I don't know. It's very sweet. It's like, you know, not like, not yeah. exactly like that, but um, uh, it's it's very like syrupy. He's got a nice syrupy voice. It's not too heavy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavy and I just syrup. I like not a heavy syrup, like a light uh, diet sort of syrup. But mm-hmm. um, I, I I always like that chorus. You know, it sort of just the the melody just like just jumps all the way up. Um, anyway, that's all. Good stuff. Uh, Good stuff. I'll also go five. It's kind of a classic, classic Clapton, classic Harrison. Uh, you kind of love the uh, the somewhat the post. Uh, this is George Harrison's like post uh, Indian. You know his songs have a kind of much more uh, depth to them than his pre-India songs. You know, like uh, I want to tell you or whatever. Uh, that's the name of the song. I want to tell you or whatever. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, five stars for me. The guitar still is a little weak, but uh, what can you do, right? <laughs> I agree. I agree. You should you have know, called I, I've not, I, I don't get what the big deal is with Eric Clapton. I've never been a, a big fan of his. Lila. What's the deal with Eric Clapton? You know, I, I, some people are, you know, there's a whole Clapton is God thing, and people are all, like, way into him, and I, I don't get it. I've never... I mean, I, I I think he's talented, sure, but I don't get why everybody like I don't I can't think of songs of his that are. Well, I think he's a I good. Know, maybe I just need to dig into his catalog or something. I yeah, think he's I mean, a, Pete, I go ahead. Uh, I think no, he's sorry. a good like uh, session musician. Like he's a good, technically a good. I think his his song, his solo compositions tend to be a little on the kind of like dull side. Mm. Like they're they're kind of just like genericy blues kind of kind of uh i i love generic blues <laughs> that's well, generic maybe, maybe, this is, um, <laughs> maybe it's a result of uh we would have liked him but we i think we both are the age that when we were watching mtv the most uh mm. layla was on every minute and a half the unplugged like it, one? Was, it was yeah the unplugged one <laughs> It was on right. so much that it it, st- it would start before the last one even ended. It was just like on, on overlap repeat. <laughs> well, plus that other um, one about his son, and that that one was on all the oh, time. Yeah, too. Tears That's, in Heaven. Yeah, so yeah, he, it was a kind of a. Name, oh. yeah. And uh, wonderful tonight, which was the theme song of my prom. Apparently, according to a mug that I have somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so he was kind of mopey by the time by the time we became really like aware of him, but uh, you know, he's. I think he's a good fill in. He's a good like kind of guest guy. Mm, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm probably. It's probably one of those things where you need like a guy to like a guide to come in and be like, "All right, have a seat." First of all, 1967. Ugh, I cannot imagine it's... anything more tedious than having some <laughs> Eric Clapton expert sit me down and lecture me. About That'll make me oh. like the music, <laughs> dude. I can't get a refund on your birthday present. Come on, man. <laughs> what am I gonna do? All right, fives across the board. Oh, Adam didn't go yet. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, crap. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> who, who, who are we kidding? Of course I'm going to give this a five. Uh, it's just such yes. an awesome song. Uh, I will say as a side note, this song always makes me want to watch Top Gun. Because whenever <laughs> the line where he's like, takes I, don't, your breath away. I don't know how you were inverted. I just think of, you know, like, well, how did that happen? Oh, because we were inverted. <laughs> every time. Every single time. Uh, you were inverted. Top Gun. <laughs> Soft gun. That's a, now I'm going to think of that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm now going to always think of John thinking of Top Gun when I hear this song. <laughs> I'm always going to be thinking of Alex thinking of me thinking of the Top Gun. <laughs> too much it's too much it's all too much it's all too much i'm gonna be thinking of uh, anthony edwards listening to our podcast whenever i hear that song talk to me goose. So anthony weird. edwards from er <laughs> yeah the same guy did that pronounce that show er or er or which one was it er <laughs> er, er, was er in the palace er, cover songs. Songs. Drummer. Cover songs. Songs. covers songs. um um <laughs> Go ahead. There is, I have one. I, oh, oh, you go, go, for go, it. go I have one, too. You go first. Uh, there was a version, I forget what it was called, but it was on that uh, the Wu-Tang mashup. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember it being awesome, and I needed to look that up so I can remember. It was... It, there was there were multiple songs in, in involved in that one. The Wu-Tang... Beat. Yeah, yeah. That one was like... A, but... Yeah. I can't remember what the other song that was that was with it was. 
But uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It is it is good. All that that whole album is uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I found a cover called "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." Oh boy! By oh, uh, the, the Weird Al version. I don't know if it's a guy or a mashup or whatever. It's attributed to Lemon Demon. <laughs> it's called "While My Guitar Gently Weeps," and uh, it's like very. Uh, it's fun. It's like uh, like electronica kind of sounding. I don't know if it's actually done with a guitar, but it definitely sounds like very electronic and. Uh, Mm. dancey kind of so uh check that out if that's your kind of a, kind of yeah. yeah right i found a nice instrumental by a german acoustic guy named peter finger peter Ooh. finger peter finger finger he's peter um, finger peter finger <laughs> martin mull oh wait no that's the wrong show <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't I, uh yeah peter finger it's not Peter Finger. Peter Peter Finger. Peter Finger. Peter Finger picked a finger. Peter Finger. Peter Finger was a finger picker, uh, and he was German. And he, um, you know, he made he is a, a really nice version, instrumental version of this. I assume all of his stuff is instrumental, but um, it's, he's mainly just a guitar player. But it's nice. Check it out, Peter Finger. That's I got. That's all I got. All right. I will. Uh... I'll add another kind of guitar guy because this this song speaks to guitar guys. Jerry Shin, um, weepy guitar guy. Mark Rebo, you know Mark Rebo. He's he's an experimental. Max Rebo's cousin, jazzish. Yeah, the Mark Rebo band. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, no, he's done a lot of, especially I think around New York. He's I think he's always kind of playing in things, and you know he's got those. You know, that kind of avant-garde kind of, you know, solo guitar stuff. And he does like a really kind of weird, interesting, minimalist version of this. Because this is one of those songs where it'd be easy to, you know, if you're not the Beatles, what's the point? Or right, right. You were like, or right. like if Eric Clapton covered it, it would be like more like traditional bluesy and stuff. And he would get Harrison to do the solo. Right. You know, it'd be weird. Um. All right. So covers, we got it. Ratings, we got it. Hall of Fame, congratulations, Mr. George. Is that George's first Hall of Fame? Congratulations, Mr. George. Uh, no way. Um, I don't did, think so. Didn't something get in there? Uh, I don't yeah. think so. I didn't give um, it five, so. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, only Northern idea. Song, no? Yeah, Alex no. gave something a three. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. What, what, what it is will shock you. <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Um. All right. Well, we'll look that up. But if if it is uh, George's uh, first, that that'll be interesting. Um, where um, you know, do we have? We we should find a location for this our physical Hall of Fame here. Because yeah, you know, it, yeah, it's all just kind of uh, okay. Vince you know, McMahon, guy, whatever. But yeah, we should we should you know set up a physical location. You know who's cool? That that band that did Our House in the Middle of the Street. They put theirs in the middle of the street. So I think we should do something like that. Yeah, that no, 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 that'd be madness. But you <laughs> but madness. you want you want there what to be they, good traffic, you know, so people would pass oh, it madness. a lot. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So we need a place where so high traffic. No, traffic is a German band, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Steve Winwood. <laughs> oh, so we'll it, it's, Steve... a, it's a Ralph Bakshi film. We'll get Steve Winwood. We'll get Madness, and uh, and you know why don't, why don't we just do it in the road then? If we if we want. Uh... No, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, all right. I like that. 
Um, that long-winded mess is uh, <laughs> our way of saying come back Wednesday and listen to our episode about why don't we do it in the road, um, which is the next song we'll be covering here on Alphabetical. 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 Alphabetical.